BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, guys. You're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Good morning, guys. How are you? Thank you for being here. Um, Welcome. Big, big welcome to new subscribers. Thank you for joining us. And I know you'll really benefit from being here. This is an amazing community. And just to reference there, the um, the request on the last video for people to to buddy up or put a request out there if they were interested in buddying up with someone for support. With the response was just amazing. And it just it gave me such heart because the people here are really genuine, really, really genuine. And I think a lot could be a lot of good things could come from that. So, guys, if you missed out on the last video and you want to buddy up with someone, put your buddy up request down or see if there's anyone else that, that's looking for someone to buddy up. And also, if you can put your location in, because we had some people from the States and some people from from Europe. So times kind of might not match. So it might not be a great match, but do it if you want to. But anyway, if you put your location in, it can be helpful for people. Um. Today, I would like to talk about why is it so difficult to, first of all, go no contact, then to maintain no contact and just try and give a few coping mechanisms for maintaining no contact. So I hope this is helpful for some of you guys who may be at the start, but even if you're starting your journey, but even if you're kind of six months in, even at a year in, even later, it can be difficult to still maintain no contact, to still resist picking up the phone and sending a text at different times when you may go, you know, your journey, your healing journey goes up and down. And if you're on a low and that split second can make a big difference to you actually reaching out and ruining or bringing yourself back weeks on your recovery journey by actually reaching out to the narcissist. So why is it so difficult to go no contact? This is a whole minefield. I mean, just explosive. Like we have we have people who've maybe done the discard of the narcissist and we think, oh, well, that's going to be easy. You know, they've decided that they want to leave the narcissist or you've decided you want to leave the narcissist and you've done it. And you think no contact is going to be a breeze in that moment. You have 
well, not in that moment, you will have planned it, I hope, and I'm sure. But in the moment or the time that you're actually making the discard of the narcissist, you're sure of your path and your reasons for doing so. So there's a high there, you know, you're on a high, you're on a no contact high, you're on a I've left this bad person who is toxic and really bringing me down and I'm going to go on my journey of recovery and make rebuild my life into something that I want it to be where no one is going to abuse me. A recovery journey is not a straight road and it's not a straight road because it's a hard but an amazing road and it's what we learn on the recovery journey by going into the lows and going back up and, and in increasing our vibration as we go. It's not a steady journey. We will dip and we will shoot up and we will dip again. It's 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 three steps forward and one step back. And you keep going like that until you get to a level plane where where you're kind of on a plateau and you're you're just rising. I hope that makes sense. So that's for people who have left the narcissist and they will reach the lows just as the person who has been discarded by the narcissist. If you're discarded by the narcissist, you're on an immediate low and very confused. The confusion is still there for the person who has discarded the narcissist because they will possibly ruminate and go over all the things that happened and will doubt themselves as to whether they made the correct decision, particularly when the narcissist is giving them a, a world, world famous movie star performance in relation to the Hoover to get them back and not let them go. And again, on the other hand, we will have people who are discarded by the narcissist and in a state of total shock and not know what, what's gone on. It's a very abnormal, very uh, toxic, toxic um, end of a relationship. And it's not, it's nothing like you would ever have experienced before, whichever way you do it, whether you do the discard or whether you were discarded. So remember that during the relationship, you were highly manipulated uh, your mind will be a mess. You will have made future plans because there will have been a lot of future faking going on. So you will have really seen yourself going forward in life with this person and your dreams and aspirations will all have been tied up with this person. So what you have to do is you have to do a 100% flip over. A 100% to now go forward on your own with your plans and to separate your dreams and plans from the ones you made with this narcissistic, narcissistically disordered personality. So you, it's like you have to wipe the slate clean on your intended purpose in life, your future dreams and the vision you had for yourself. Now, this is no small undertaking. It's different from another relationship because with a narcissistically disordered person, the relationship has been very, very intense. You will have been brought into their magical thinking world and the intensity and the, the intensity and the strong belief that they will have fostered in you and the strong drive and determination they will have used on you to embed you and entangle with you is nothing like the healthy 
healthy relationship with another individual where you both still maintain the self. With the narcissist, they have, they will have tried to strip you of your identity and made you one with them. And that's why it's so hard to disentangle your dreams and your life purpose and regain your self-identity from that of the narcissist. Remember, we are extensions of the narcissist. They will have worked on us to to make us lose ourselves and really foster. They really foster codependency, both from their own point of view and from ours. We become their food source. So we become very, very codependent on them, even if we aren't a codependent to start with. They will foster that in a healthy individual. Okay, so this is the scenario. This is what this is the starting point that we're starting from to say, I need to go no contact with this person. I need to accept First of all, that this person is personality disordered. I need to accept that. That takes a huge amount of mental energy, work, listening and listening and listening and getting the knowledge. That's why these channels are so important. If you think anyone is going through what we've been through, please consider sharing any all or any channels video just to get the knowledge out there, say in your Facebook, share it. Someone, you may save someone's life, basically. Sorry, I got cut up there. You may say save someone else's life by giving them this information. You may, it may help them realise the way, remember the moment we got of clarity when we realised what we'd been through and it saved us from that confusion and that that awful state of despair you get into when you don't know what you've been through. So consider sharing, guys. That's enough on that. OK, so we are coming from this place of total cognitive dissonance and we're trying to pull ourselves apart from this narcissistic personality disorder, this narcissistic dynamic, this future faking, magical thinking environment that we're in to first of all accept that we were in that uh, secondly, accept that we were in a very toxic relationship. Thirdly, accept, accept the fact that our self-identity has been severely damaged and that we need to divide from this situation, regain our self-identity, re regain our self-esteem and regain our individual purpose in life and our purpose for being and our ourselves, the essence of who we are that the narcissist tried to suck out of us. So we've got all that going on and we're trying to go no contact from who we actually began to identify with as ourselves. So that's the starting point. So people can say to you, what's the problem? Just let it go. Lose that relationship. It wasn't good for you. Move on. That was such a that was such a hard thing to hear. I remember in the initial months, just move on, love yourself and move on. It was like it was like someone was whipping, whipping me. I remember 
I just remember thinking, it's not that easy. It's just not that easy. And it's not that easy. And that's why it's so important to get this knowledge, to understand it and to get it in there, to reprogram the neural pathways, to, 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 to realise what you've been through and accept it. Then work on yourself. Start to love yourself, start to look after your body, start to look after your mind, start to realise that you deserve, you deserve to look after yourself. It's not a narcissistic thing to do, it's a healthy thing to do. It's what God would want you to do. Take care of this person that was put on this earth. Become the person that you were meant to be. Spoil yourself in a good way. That will enable you to be the person that you should be. That you can then go out and do good in the world and love other people and be happy and make a difference in this world. Add to humanity, don't take away from it. Give the gift of you to the world. And in order to do this, you need to give to yourself and you need to feel that you totally deserve what you give to yourself. This isn't narcissistic. This is healthy and loving. And it's what we need to do to help us go no contact and to maintain it. Okay, so that's all fine and dandy, Paulie, you say. When you, go, you, you get to the stage on your journey where you go into the dip, where when you've discarded the narcissist, you know, you have a euphoric time where you're sure of yourself, you're making your plans. The narcissist is texting you and stuff and you're ignoring it or you've blocked them and you're you're going forward. And then you get to a dip because you realise that you're safe, but you're. You're missing something. You're maybe lonely. You're. You're missing maybe the intensity of what you'd gone through. You're kind of having doubts about the reality of the situation. You're wondering if you overreacted. You know, doubts are normal. Doubts are healthy. We need to doubt. We need to look inward. We need to question. Black and white thinking is what the narcissists have. We don't have that. We have the grey area and the grey area is healthy to make um, to make an honest healthy judgment of a situation. So when you go down, just accept it, be kind, accept that the trauma bond may still be there, accept that you may still be spiritually tied. Let it rest there for a while and be, be gentle with yourself and tell yourself it's okay to have this down. I can't be on 110% going forward on my journey all the time. Do relaxing things, tend to yourself, go on a gentle walk. What I have found with addiction is if you have the moments where you're really tempted to reach out or to do something that's destructive for yourself because you still have that, that feeling that, that you're not good enough. I don't know, guys, what you do, but I will go for a run now. I say to myself, if I still feel the same after I do something positive for myself like that, like a run, a walk, whatever it is you do that makes you feel good, 
If I still feel that I want to do the negative thing and contact the narcissist or have a drink or do whatever you know you do that is destructive to yourself, that's not honouring your, yourself. If you still feel the same afterwards, you can do it. That's what I say to myself. Invariably, 99% of the time, after you do the thing that makes you feel good, you've moved past that moment. You've sat in the moment, you've made a decision to leave it and to do the good thing, and then you can come back to it. That's one coping mechanism. The other coping mechanism, I think, that is possibly going to be really helpful for people is if you do buddy up with someone. So again, reach out to whoever you've buddied up with and say, I'm having a really, really hard day. I feel like contacting the narcissist. I know this person was really toxic. I know this person nearly destroyed me, but I still feel like reaching out because I'm trauma bonded. I'm addicted. I wonder how they're doing. You come up with every excuse and any excuse under the sun to contact them. Because remember, it's like you've been, you know, you've been anchored with this person for so long and you've been set off into this big wide ocean and it is scary. And sometimes you want to come back to what's familiar, even if it's abuse. This is it's kind of a known dynamic in psychology that we we gravitate to what's familiar. So, guys, um, the other thing in relation to um resisting, uh, resisting reaching out to the narcissist is sit with it and think, okay, if I send this text or make this phone call, what am I actually expecting to get from it? So you think, well, if I make this phone call and they answer or this text and they answer, at least I'll have had contact with them. And it's kind of like, you know, you get a bit of the drug back that you kind of, that you're craving some kind of something like what you went through before. It is like a drug. So you think, I just want to have contact with them. And particularly now, remember, if they've blocked you, if they've done the discard and they are giving you the silent treatment, that's excruciating for anyone. But it's not going to validate you by contacting them. So what is the outcome? What are you going to feel? Firstly, they may not answer the call and they may not answer the text. And then you're left in a terrible state because you're invalidating yourself. You're you're ashamed of yourself. You feel the shame of not being strong enough, you think, although I'm telling you guys, you have to have the strength of an ox to go no contact from the narcissist and to stay no contact. You have to have super empathic strength and God's strength to keep on that road. But it is possible. And hundreds and thousands of our warriors have done it. So you can become one of our family. It, it is doable. So don't ever for a moment think that you'll never succeed. You will. Sometimes we have to try, sometimes we will break no contact three, four or five times. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm saying that that's okay and you will still go forward. You'll get to the time where the spaces are longer and you'll eventually want to be no contact. 
But that's not saying to you, oh, what Paula said, you know, we break it a few times. So, you know, I'll break it now and it'll be grand. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you fall, get back up and get back up on the horse and ride forward and gallop forward and go forward. But try not to because it does set you back. And the narcissist loves it. So so the outcome, what's the outcome going to be if you go if you break no contact and they don't contact you back? You're really left in a very low state because you go right back to the narcissistic manipulations of when they made you feel like you were nothing, that you were weak and that you weren't you weren't a good person. You feel shame. You feel like they're right. You go through all these negative emotions when they don't answer you back. And then if they do answer you, do you really think that they're going to say, hi, how are you? I'm so glad you've contacted me. I, I've missed you. I've realised I've realized what a bad person I've been. I've done everything wrong. I really want to come back to you. Please forgive me. That outcome is highly unlikely unless, unless they've been sending you hoover triggers and they actually want to hoover you to get back in. Remember, narcissists want control. So they're not going to accept your hoover, so to speak. They're not going to accept you contacting them. They will hoover you in their time, when they want to. It's all about them and their control. So the only reason you'd get a good response when you contact the narcissist is if they have laid hoover bait for you along the way and it is what they intended to do anyway and they baited you into contacting them. So guys, the outcome of breaking no contact is just negative for you. It's hugely negative. It can set you back. It can bring you into that bad, bad feeling again of whether where you feel that you're not good enough and where you feel where you're giving the narcissist power and control over you again. The narcissist also, this is another result of breaking no contact. The narcissist wants this. They want that validation. They want to feel that they have still have this power and control over you, that you're still, you know, part of the narcissistic harem that you're still waiting for them, that you're still an option for them. An option. Imagine an option after they've cheated on you repeatedly, after they've wiped you out, discarded you like a piece of dirt, after they've abused you. You're an option for this demon. No way, guys. No way. No way. You're not going to be anybody's option. You're way, way too beautiful, too special, too empathic, too loving, too much of a human being to go near these filthy, awful, evil, destructive beings that have no place being in your space, no place being near you. So if you go and contact them and break no contact, you're actually making it, you're making it a great day for them. You're making it much easier for them to go along the route that they've chosen. You're actually helping them stay with the new supply. Because if they have you contacting them, 
there's great chat with them and the new supply about poor you, you know, crazy you. Didn't I tell you she's like this or he's like this? They're so, they're so, they're so desirous of me. I'm so gorgeous. They can't leave me alone. So many people want me. A new supply. You're so lucky to be with me. They're going to use it and it's going to make their day. And do we really want to make a narcissist's day? No way. So guys, don't do it. Do not give them the satisfaction. And don't stop your healing journey and break your no contact. Remember, you've set this in place for you. It's not for them. It's not about them. It's about you because you are on the way flying to a fantastic future. I promise you when you get to the place you need to be on your healing journey, the joy you feel, the empowerment you feel, the difference you feel in who you are and your life's purpose is it's something that you'd, you can only dream of. But you can actually make the dream come through when you get there. So just remember, and anyone that's healed or well on the healing journey, please leave in the comments for people who are only starting out how worth it is to get to this space and how worth the hard work it is. So that's the video, guys, on don't break no contact. Don't beat yourself up if you do break no contact. Get back on the horse and ride again ride forward, super empath, keep going. You have it in you, you have the strength, you have a special strength that God has given to you to have survived this vile, demonic interaction and to go out and make the world a better place. And again, guys, consider subscribing if you're not subscribed. Consider sharing because a video appearing on someone's Facebook or Instagram or whatever, wherever forum you consider sharing it may actually save someone else the way we got saved. That's all I have to say. Have a great day and I'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being part of this family. Thanks guys. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.